Hello and welcome everybody for another episode of the Ghastly Guys podcast. So, we did it. We found him. Glenn found him. He had to go to seven different crumble cookies to find this man's. And he is finally here. So everyone, just take a moment and let's welcome Chris. Pete. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm glad to be here. I guess I'm a host, so you're not having <laughs> me. Is but, he talking like you know. he's a guest? <laughs> well, I feel like it, man. I'm late. I'm late to the party, man. Y'all have been doing this for two two weeks already. I guess that, that time away really scrambled uh, your, your, your noggin a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. It's good to be here. Hello, everybody. Glad to be a part of the, the, the Ghastly Guys podcast. I'm drinking... My ghost energy. We're not sponsored yet, but it just felt like it was appropriate. Coffee, and, wink, uh, wink. Yeah, we got a good, we got a good episode for you guys today. So stay tuned. So today we are going to. Uh, last week we covered, uh, you know, as part of Hispanic heritage, we covered more spirit, spirits, ghosts, and we thought this time around we would talk about um, cryptids or creatures of lore and uh, of of lore in latin america and we all chose uh one to a little bit go more in depth in one kind of spotlight we got a couple others we're going to talk about as well so gentlemen do you want me to kick it off or uh, somebody want to go first yeah you go first well fine fine i will wait we didn't say hello to javi Oh, yeah, what's popping? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you, if you want to go first, that's cool. Yeah, I need, I need to get the uh, the butterflies out of my tummy. I'm so nervous. Ooh, it's his first time, everybody. It'll be okay. Well, we're <laughs> breaking them in nice and nice, nice and easy, like you know. <laughs> um, so. First one that I chose is a word that I'm most likely going to butcher, and uh, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I'm trying, okay? I'm trying. I'm out of my my language base here. Um. So the first one I I, I chose is the Iwizodal. Um, Once again, I apologize if, not if I did mispronounce that. So I apologize. Uh, it mainly comes from Aztec and Mayan um, lore, and with connections to the Hopi and Shasta tribes in North America. Uh, it's kind of the way it's described as a small, kind of like aquatic dog, but using my modernist kind of like lens looking at it, it kind of reminds me more of an otter. Because uh, it has. Uh, it's supposed to have very, uh, like, dexterous hands, which kind of like an otter, or some people even say similar to that, like, of, of a monkey or something. Um, small ears, and it has kind of a tail that different depictions say can do a lot of different things. And some people just say it's a long tail, but some people, some descriptions say it actually has a hand or something at the end of his tail to grab things, which would be a little wild. Uh just coming across that in the jungle like oh look it's a water dog what's on the tail why is it (laughs) what is that a nine millimeter 
what? <laughs> uh, but it, uh, according to lore, um, it's meant to be kind of more of a protector uh, of you know rivers and and lakes and things like that. However, just because it can be protected doesn't mean it can also be kind of a kind of a kind of a dick at times. Apparently, um, it's known for you know using ambush tactics similar to that of a crocodile or something like that, where it'll submerge itself and and kind of grab someone or you know mainly like children uh, or women um and drown them but it will also uh it's known to tear out the victim's eyes nails and teeth just to eat them apparently it really needs some, of, uh, some teethies it eats the teeth it eats the teethies oh god oh my god <laughs> to me it sounds like it needs some calcium oh that's wild. Eyes and organs, and I mean that's crazy enough already. But teeth, eating, eating teeth, just blows my mind. You're chewing teeth. I mean, teeth. teeth. We got gobstoppers. If you need those, like you know, we got some hard candy, but whatever. Uh, yeah, but nothing, nothing gives you as much calcium as like ground, ground up teeth, man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Just it's so gross. Some people say, you know, drink milk. Some people say eat teeth. You know, it just depends on you. <laughs> uh, but like I said, uh, that's that's when they're kind of a uh, being uh, not nice. But once again, like uh, some versions uh, say that they were sent by God, um, the gods. Um, and once again, I'm gonna pronounce it, mispronounce it, Talak, Talalak. Uh, different deities of like waters and lakes in um, the different um, pa- pantheons uh, to protect, you know, rivers, lakes, so on and so forth. Um, and sometimes fishermen would uh, would go on to give part of their, uh, you know, their haul. They would throw it back as an offering yeah they'll they'll some some uh some would even say that they would uh mess they would purposely sink boats of fishermen so that's why they would start giving them part of their uh their haul to be like hey 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 i'll give you food just leave me alone okay um they say they would also when they're they're being kind of dicks they would also uh um they would draw victims to the water by emitting, uh, they would mimic the sound of a, a crying baby. Oh. Or uh, like, like fr- fun. or frog or something like that. So basically, you, you don't want to piss these things off. So did it only attack, like, how did it choose when it attacked? Was it just well, random or it was like people were polluting? Or like being disrespectful to the river. Well, it's kind of a classic sent by the gods kind of thing. If there, you know, there's a reason why someone is just kind of like disrespecting them or or this or that. They're like, hey, go get uh, go get Chris. He's being a, uh, you know, if you next time you see him by the water, grab his ass. Okay. Okay. Maybe that's how you disappeared. 
I'm back. But you lost him in a grocery store. What do you mean? <laughs> I, he could have been nabbed when I was not looking for like 20 minutes or something. Just like you to not take accountability for losing something. It happens, you know? <laughs> All right, so that was that was the main one. Like I, I wanted to get into, um, and then I can hit on. We can, you know, take have somebody else go, and then uh, when we all go, we can then do our kind of spotlights. You know. Yeah, that sounds good. But the so this, and I already, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce the name. But this was a pretty much a giant otter. It with... sounded like, and then also that. Thank you for reminding me. Like there are also in the Amazon giant otters that are literally six feet long. They don't have tails like that. Um, but that was something that came to my mind earlier. Like oh. there are actual giant otters in the Amazon that literally punk crocodiles, by the way. No. Look them up. Hold on. I'm I'm looking one up real quick. i these are real animals and they are giant. awesome. Amazon. Oh, it's the second one on the list. They're literally like six, like they're almost like they're about as tall as I am. 53 pounds for an adult. That is pretty, pretty big for an otter. Yeah. And they, uh, oh they gang God, up. These things are huge. They gang up on crocodiles and punk they asses. Okay. They, so not six feet. All right. 3.7 feet. But that's still big as hell. I'm not gonna mess with. Oh that. no, max length six feet. God damn! Right? Oh my god! I thought otters are supposed to be cute. I mean, they're still really cute. You just don't mess with these ones. This is one you could like spoon. This otter's off the train, bro. Before you know, it eats your face. <laughs> on trend <laughs> maybe that's where they got the story for this maybe the giant otters you know so but back in the day they seen some giant otters and didn't know what it was maybe uh, like i said Probably. those are those are in the amazon but you know this um mm, true, true this true. myth comes from mainly you know more north like kind of more mexico um area so i mean maybe once upon a time the giant otter used to also inhabit that area and due to just you know changes and blah blah you know humans or you know various reasons it could have you know disappeared out of that region so that's a possibility okay makes sense i mean i did tell you the spanish basically came in and drained out that entire giant lake and now it's mexico city so yeah it's funny uh because you know that whole city used to be unremarkably clean, like because of how they they pumped the water in and out of it, and then they, the Spanish, you know, did horrible Spanish things, and yeah, good times, love history. Who's next? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Javi. Oh my god, he's just throwing me under the bus, man. He's throwing well, me you, under the bus. Somebody's got to. You ain't saying nothing, man. I'm going to throw you under there every time. I, I, I'm going to be covering to the, on today's episode the Abaguchi. <laughs> <laughs> that is legit the name. 
That is literally the name. We will type them all out in the description. And La Juripuchi. Yes, that is that is exactly what yeah. Both of them and then he, he likes to okay. rhyme. He likes to rhyme. All right. The Abaguchi, all right, that's what we're covering today, is a creature resembling a cross between an owl, a fox, and a deer, right? Legend says that it's indigenous to Costa Rica, and the indigenous people refer to it as a dry land piranha because it just eats anything that it comes across. And, and, and like, creatures that are, like, three, four times bigger than itself, like cows and horses, which is crazy to think about it, like... That little like, tiny creature just freaking eating a giant horse is like. Is it like just really high and it just has the munchies real bad? Or. Wait, does it say how big it is? Like what size uh, is it? it? It doesn't say the size, but it, it, I mean, if you look at it, it kind of looks like a small monkey. Dude, like a, like a bush baby? You know what a bush baby is? Man, I think no, I got a cousin like up. that. <laughs> Little man syndrome, that's what it is. Oh, uh, no, a little bit a big, bigger than that. Bigger than that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was like, dude, that's creepy, bro. Imagine a vicious bush baby. I mean, it's Mine's... not the it's it's a little bit bigger. Think of it like a, a uh, chihuahua size, maybe a little bit bigger than that. Makes sense, actually. I'm not surprised anymore. Now you just think all of them are actually chihuahuas. You, yeah, I was gonna say actually, you know okay, what? Okay, so so apparently, uh, it says here that it's not the size of a small dog, which is fucking. It's just kind of whack. Anyway, anyway, it says here that if you corner one, if you've ever seen Looney Tunes, you know how the uh, Taz just like does his little whirlwind. You know, it'll do something similar. Like literally, it'll it'll just start spinning out of control, or it just yep. goes crazy and wrecks us. Spinning out of control, man. Damn. So, legend says that in 1999, in a very dumb move, the WVDNR, or for all you people that don't speak acronym, the West Virginia Division of Natural Resources. Oh, that's what you're talking about. I knew that one. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We all knew that one. <laughs> it says that they introduced 13 baby Abaguchis from Costa Rica into West Virginia. That's a lot of Gucci's. That, that is a lot of Gucci's. <laughs> <laughs> In order to keep the population of coyotes and rattlesnakes under control. Wait, those, I'm about to go but, through West Virginia. Admit. Hey, man, I, I hope you. I hope you. Take take. Don't go to don't go to man. West Virginia. Take it from me. <laughs> country, country roads <laughs> don't take me home. You know there, what I'm saying? There are worse they're things gonna... in West Virginia <laughs> mountains than the Abaguchis, bro. Man, they're gonna eat my cat. The Gucci's gonna eat my pussy. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That's a <mister. laughs> That's actually your cat's name, by the way, Sylvester. Carrying on, carrying on. <laughs> Squeal like a pig, boy. It it is said that it, uh, Mr. Jim Wilson reported in the Webster Echo 
in February of 2001 that the Ebaguchi had multiplied so far out of control it began attacking the farmer's livestock. And soon after, after that article, a bunch of Ebaguchi sightings began occurring throughout the West Virginia region. Some farmers began carrying shotguns and other kinds of weapons to protect themselves and their livestock. And concerned parents would walk their kids to school and to the bus stops to make sure that they were safe. Wait, other kind of weapons? Are they are they bringing like fat men? Like, are they? Do they go straight? Like, is that how Fallout started? Everybody just started nuking them. <laughs> hey, that's I how mean, actually how Heroes Have Eyes started. Maybe that's how we have Death Claws. I don't know. It's fall seventy six trying to make a lot more sense. <laughs> 16 times the deep. Right. Anyway, going it, forward. It said that uh, well, uh, there is one guy re- that reported he had accidentally ran over an Abacucci. But I don't know how true that is because it didn't say that they provided proof. Man, this Abacucci just spread all over the highway. I feel like it's more telling that he supposedly ran over one and just kept going. Yeah, he didn't sure. even stop. Just smeared it all over the road and just kept going. Wow. That's a hero. Hero. <laughs> yeah, um, and all of this is a hoax. <laughs> you know, that makes sense. Oh, by the way. It's by the way. I'll say, at the rate that they were spreading, they would have been down where I am, and you know, I haven't seen none of them Gucci's anywhere, so... Have, did they, does it say how they figured out it was a hoax, or like, was there a reason why it was determined a hoax? Well, on the article that I read, it said that it, for the most part, it is a hoax, but that there's some truth to it. Hmm? Uh, it says, well, well, yes, a hoax was perpetrated in 2001 involving a story concocted by said Mr. Jim Wilson. In the Webster Echo, it's not the origin of the Abaguchi. It's not like the original story. Mm, it was man. it was just simply a way to kind of bring it into pop, like early pop culture. Man, I bet his name wasn't even Jim. It's probably James. Yeah, probably. So the Abaguchi could be real or could have been real, but just the Virginia part is bullshit. Yep. Mm, I choose to believe. I believe. I believe. Fucking West Virginia. Yeah, a lot man. of uh, it says that a lot of I, I keep saying it says, um, it says that the Abaguchi itself it's not, is not described as being a small creature because a lot of quote unquote eyewitnesses have seen that it like. Resembling a deformed wolverine or, or badger. Oh uh, the size of a small car. So by small car, oh. I mean the fucking like smart car small or like even still that's bigger than a chihuahua. Yeah. I, I thought it was like, a, you know, the size of a small dog, a small to medium dog, you know, it, is that but a Volkswagen Beetle like... or is that an Abaguchi? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but let's get out of here. Like a small bear, so it's like, damn. Wait, are we talking like a grizzly, or are we talking just it says bear? I mean, bears regardless are pretty big. 
Except for that's, a that's a black a bear, even if it's a brown bear. That's crazy. They're pretty big. And Teddy apparently, bear. a lot of when that as soon as that uh that story published, a lot of hunting parties were formed, and uh, I guess uh, mass hysteria started spreading around, and a lot more sightings were reported. That's crazy. And then out of nowhere, nothing. Everybody just stopped. Man, see, I don't trust After this. It was confirmed that it was a hoax. They're like, yep, it's all gone. Man, I don't trust them. You know what happens at hunting parties? A lot of drinking. Of course they saw some shit. It just <laughs> if it wasn't real. If it ain't drinking, they're probably toking on something, you know. They probably found some mushrooms, you know, walking while walking through the forest. No, they found some stills. I mean, some of that good, good. And you they... would have to be on some stuff like that to concoct a creature like the Abaguchi, bro. <laughs> like, that's so crazy. Just like out there, like, dude, what should we call it? Like, Abba Gucci, man. Yeah. Sounds right. Except, no, that's not true. Oh, oh, yeah, that's anything? all I have on the on the Abaguchi. That's a that's a good one, and I love the name. It is fun to say. All okay, right. my turn. Yeah, baby. Yep. All right, buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. I don't have buckle in the Be- seat <laughs> because my creature slash cryptid of choice for this week's episode comes from beautiful Brazil. And it is known as the Vargina Devil. You the can... what? <laughs> the Vargina Devil. I mean, my Portuguese isn't very good, but it's okay. That's it's. It happened in Vargina, Brazil. If that makes it any better, so it's a real place. Whether I'm saying it right or not is a different story. Once again, we'll put all the all all these uh, animal creature names in the show <laughs> description. But for the sake of not butchering it too bad, Vargina just rolls off the tongue, mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you will. So the Vargina devil sighting took place in January 1996, January 20th. 1996 in the city of Vargina, Brazil. And this is known as Brazil's Roswell. So like we have Roswell is probably probably our most famous UFO event in the States. Uh, This is Brazil's uh, version of that. And it is said that three young girls ages 14 to 22 were walking and they spotted a creature in the afternoon of January 20th, 1996. They thought that it was sick or hurt. And a lot of the pictures I've seen of it, it's depicted kind of huddled near a wall or, you know, like cowering almost, like it's scared. Um, it is, they described it as a large-headed biped with spots like veins 
on the skin and some bumps on the eyes were two red balls. Um, it is listed as five feet. Wait, wait. So the vagina, the vagina devil has two red balls. Yeah. Okay. The vagina devil has two. Its eyes are two red balls. Okay, I just had to clarify. Go on. And it is listed as an alien. So it's an extraterrestrial. This is not a demon or a spirit, at least according to to the the sightings and to the local legend of that area. It is it is considered an extraterrestrial sighting. Um, it when it's drawn, a lot of the depictions it has three kind of crests or bumps across its head. So one going down the middle, one on the left, one on the right, two red eyes. Um, no pupil, just pure red, red eyes. Um, the girls described it as wobbly or unsteady. They thought it was sick or injured, but they were so scared that they just ran away after seeing it and they told their mom that they had seen the devil um as you do <laughs> yeah literally i feel like i've heard a story similar to this before what is the i'll think of it later but yeah so um after after the sighting rumors were spreading through the area like crazy and other people started coming forward saying that they observed ufos in the area in that same area just days before so you could make the assumption maybe this one crashed or it it came during the that wave of sightings um shortly after more claims were made of additional unidentified creatures and extraterrestrials and people were saying that they were being collected and observed at a hospital and a lot and military police government trucks as well so people after the sighting it just went crazy down there in Vargina. Vargina went crazy people were seeing military trucks and government officials driving around everywhere and so automatically people are like okay something's up could you imagine doing go ahead could you imagine having a huge long intergalactic travel just to finish your journey you you finish in vagina like can you imagine <laughs> what a way to come to an end i hope you're just satisfied at the end you know i hope it was really worth the journey at least at least for you right, you know? right, right. everybody might not be but i mean vagina sound pretty excited about it yeah, Vargina definitely got excited. You're you're correct. Vargina got excited. So more and more sightings started coming forward. People said they they seen an unidentified animal prowling in the forest. A police officer was killed. And there were tons of unexplained animal deaths in a local zoo. Um, so people connected all these events to the Vargina devil. Uh, whether 
the one that was found by the three girls was the one doing it or it was other ufos associated with the the original one that were doing it all of these things got lumped into the vagina ufo sighting um or like extraterrestrial event the roswell out there so all these things are all connected and part of it but the actual vagina devil itself is the creature that was found by the three girls um there were even claims later that one of the initial witnesses one of the girls was impregnated by the vagina devil so it it got pretty wild down there in vagina um things generally do you know (laughs) yeah other other descriptions of it was five foot tall humanoid dark brown skin large head slender body you know the typical typical alien ufo that you would think of in your mind um and we'll post we'll post pictures of the vagina devil and these other cryptids creatures we're talking about on our socials throughout the week um for you guys to see if you if you want a better visualization of what we're talking about uh, but the to me i feel like the 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 vagina devil at least the the renderings it looks pretty cool this this one i'm looking at it it looks like a more advanced gray uh alien with the typical black big black eyes just long body almond Tri- shaped it's like head. A, like a tri-mohawk it's, it's more it's a more punk rock version yeah of uh, like, gray exactly it's a more leveled up gray you know it's a it's in its like fifth prestige for all my fellow <laughs> gamers oh, no it, it's it's the second evolution you got the base and then it evolves so we're i'm ready to see his third evolution see what's happening next like yeah you know what wait a second it kind of looks like you know it reminds me of like you go from charmander to charmeleon no dude it looks like machop it does. or machoke machoke's the second one right man machop man, machoke machamp i think so yeah it looks like machoke dude maybe that's where they based it off of oh and it has no mouth this picture has a mouth but uh, it, it was described as having no visible mouth. So two big red eyes, no mouth. How it eats. I, I never. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I almost, I almost let something slip out there. I'm not gonna even speculate. It, it, it eats some eat. abaguchi. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it eats through its abaguchi. Wow. <laughs> You said about a vagina, the vagina <laughs> devil. Wow. Um, yeah, but the, it was it was already a, an event, the sighting, but it was really the UFO reports and other events after the sighting. You know, the the zoo animals dying, those kind of those kind of things that really turned the vagina devil into like a local, I don't want to say celebrity, kind of like a sensation. It, it, it created like a lot of excitement, whether you consider that good or bad in, in the area. Um, but 
had all that other stuff not happened, we might not even be talking about the Vargina Devil. I want a T-shirt that says, "I came to see." I came for the the vagina devil, and on the back says, "All I got was this T-shirt." <laughs> that would be. I came for the Abaguchi, and all I got was this T-shirt. <laughs> you know, that could be the start of some merch. I'm just saying. Yeah. Hey. No, nobody take that idea. Okay, that's ours. We, we, we've said it on TM. We've said it on a public platform. We have some grounds <laughs> for it. I'm just saying. I came for the Abaguchi. I came for the vagina devil. Oh my god, it's a t-shirt. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's all the basic info of the vagina devil that I could find. Um, pretty interesting. I like it. I'm a I'm a big ufo alien believer i really that just that's one of my if you're going along cryptids and stuff like that aliens is where a lot of my interest goes i love i love the extraterrestrial sightings and ufos and all that so i chose the vagina devil specifically for that reason and no other reason okay it wasn't because (laughs) of its name or anything. It was just because it's a UFO. We don't. We we all aren't, you know, like the same um, as twelve-year-old boy. You know, when it comes to our humor or anything. No, nothing. Nothing. No other reason. Nothing. Mm-mm. So, <clears throat> on that note, I'll move on to kind of like a spotlight, and these are going to be more just you know ones that we found interesting, um, and you know these are also ones that you know maybe we can do future episodes on. Or, um, so we each kind of chose another one, yeah, that it was just kind of cool, and we'll just talk about them for a little bit. Um, I chose um, El Cadillo, probably pronounced that wrong as well, but I tried. Um, and it's it's it teeters on the edge between cryptid, creature, and spirit. Um, but the reason why I thought it was really cool, and, and it's found all through central and south america um where essentially it says there's there's two of them there's a good cadillo and a bad one good being white and the other one being black this just how the legend goes people uh and it they apparently appear before travelers um the good one will protect um travelers from harm during their journey while the evil one which some people sometimes people say is the devil but whatever we'll try and kill them and some cultures will change the colors around but that's just kind of the overarching theme and they go from you know they change in descriptions to somehow a shaggy dog some have goat hooves with red eyes and so on so so like there's a lot of you know kind of just changes and you know differences between all the you know the different the various um cultures um and i mean this is a actually really rich topic that you know once again we could maybe cover cover later uh but as i was kind of just doing some some research into them it reminds me of a cherokee legend of you know that you know everybody has two wolves you know good one and bad one and so it kind of made me you know uh think of you know the classic and we had, we had spoken a little bit before. Uh, 
I think Chris brought up to me, um, it, you know, kind of the classic balance thing that's found in, you know, you know, human culture at, overall. But what I found interesting was largely these are seen as kind of like wolves or, or dogs. So the fact that, you know, it showed up in Central and South America, but also it's, it can be argued the connection of the Cherokee myth of, you know, good and bad, that the concept of, you know, a balance, but found within canids is kind of arguably unique to the Western hemisphere and, and the American of, of the different cultures. So I found that was pretty interesting. Do they do they say if the bad one, like, do they interact with people? Do they attack? Are they like aggressive, or are they just existing? Um, some of them. There are some legends that the the bad one, the evil one, will um, try. An attack and there's also some legends that you know if people happen to see it if they try and kill it mm-hmm. either they can't and like they end up dying for some reason or they do kill it it will like apparently like stink like beyond belief but it'll also disappear in a few days without a trace um have there been any sightings or do you know if there's been any sightings, like pictures or anything? Uh, I mean, there are, like, of course, I mean, you can do a good, you know, anyone do a good, like, people claim to have, but there's, you know, if... Google it, motherfucker! Okay, I'm sorry. Damn. I wasn't saying that! But I mean, <laughs> while, you're there, while you're there, you know, um, there's also, a, it's it's very, um, it's a kind of also a very common thing in, like, some art. Um, and it's just... A lot of different variations. Okay, okay. Well, that's interesting. What's the name again? How do you pronounce it? I think I'm saying it right. El Cadillo. El Cadillo. Uh, Cadejo. I'm sorry. El Cadejo. Okay, okay. I like how he waited until now to tell me I did it wrong, not when I first started. <laughs> yeah. He's like, now I'm going to let him say it about you know 10 what? more you know times what? wrong. Javi, you're next. You go now. Yeah, you're up. All right. Now, this one that I got for you guys, it's a legend that's as old as Mexico itself. It is the legend of Pucci. Hmm. Once again, we'll put it, we'll type it out in the description because I, I don't know how to spell that. I'll look it up. The word Lahuelpuchi derives from the Nahuatl language of the Aztecs, right? It is a compound of Lahuia. I actually don't know how to pronounce that because I have never looked learned Nahuatl in my life and Pochtli which means okay so so Lahuia means or or Tlawia I, I guess that's how you pronounce it I've never like I said I've never taken Nahuatl in my life 
means to light up or illuminate, and Pochtli means haze, left, southern, or youth, as in like as a compound or. As a result, the name Lajuepuchi means glowing haze or illuminated youth. Which is kind of funny because this this cryptid is a bloodsucker. <laughs> oh shit. It's it's a very it's a very predominant cryptid in the Mexican state of of Tlaxcala. And it's a, it's like I said, very old to tell as old as the indigenous people of the Nahuatl culture in that region. Now, the, the Lajuepuchi is a type of vampire or witch and lives with a human family that's able to sh- shapeshift and sucks the blood of infants at night. What? So kind of like the United States government's officials. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> Specifically infants, though. It, that's what it says here, infants. Damn. Damn. It'll be running for <laughs> so, so kind of like how uh, all the famous Hollywood people, you know. Anyhow, <laughs> it has a kind of a glowing aura when it's when it's shifting and like shape shifting. And Lajuepuchi are born like they're just normal people that are born with the curse and they can't like do anything about it. They're just misunderstood, man. <laughs> I mean, some people are born <laughs> short. Some people are born tall. Some people are. Born as semi-vampires, you know. They first learn of, of what they are around the time that they hit puberty. Uh, which I mean, don't we all? Imagine That's being born a, a sucker. Like, <laughs> kind of a tough way to find out you're fugly. You know what I'm saying? Or that you, or that you're a sucker. They can't know? be. They can't be beautiful. Uh, hey, I mean. Hey, sh- just turn the lights down. This isn't Twilight, okay? Most Lawepuchi are female, and the female Lawepuchi are more powerful than males. You go, All sister. Right. You go. Represent. The Lawepuchi have, have a form of society, and typically they each have their own turf. So, you know, they'd be throwing up the seas again. Yep. What the <laughs> for Catholicism? <laughs> hey, yo, bitch! This my turf. <laughs> this my turf. You in the wrong part of town, sister? Yeah. <laughs> this is my block. <laughs> they Apparently, have their own turf, huh? Yeah. Uh, I. I mean, if you were a vampire, and you found out there was another vampire, would you be like, "Hey, yo, this is my town," and run him out of the town? It's like, you this right. is my infants, you know? Oh, heck yeah. Okay, chat, don't take that out of context, all right? Don't take that out of context. <clears throat> <laughs> Yikes. Don't take that out of context, don't you dare. We just found uh, our first clip. <laughs> uh, it says that they have, a, they have a pact with shamans and other supernatural creatures. Uh, the pact that they have with shamans is like, hey, yo, listen. You won't turn me in? And I won't suck the blood out of your kids. It's like, I'll leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean... <laughs> you, can kinda, you can tell that somebody's been killed by Lajuepulchi, by the bruises in their upper body. And their diet mainly consists of children, 
but it can kill other other people. That's just when it's you know when they're very hungry or hangry, you know. Where's the children? Screw it. Give them a Snickers bar. Man, let me suck this. Wait, what? Yeah, me. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's crazy. It says that the powers they have are the ability to shapeshift. Uh, they can detach their body from their legs, which apparently are left in the house. <laughs> which? What in the Lego person? La Culpucci are able to change a form by detaching their body from their legs. And then they go hunting. Usually in the form of a bird. Like a turkey or a vulture. According to Wikipedia. Turkeys can't fly. The La Huelpuchi always perform a ritual before entering the house of a victim. And it is said that they must fly over the house in the shape of a cross from north to south and east to west. Which is, like I said, yo, they be throwing up them signs. They must have, they must be some type of religion. They must have some type of religion if they're flying over the house in the shape of a cross. Well, my thing is they got to do this ritual, so it's just kind of like, do they have like a little backpack or messenger bag that they throw over their body for all their little thingies? <laughs> a little satchel? <laughs> just like, all right, here's this, here's that. Damn it, Lieutenant Dan, why is everything here? <laughs> they do also have a lot of weaknesses, despite being very powerful creatures. It says La Huelpuchi must feed on blood at least once a month or they will die. They mainly prefer to feast on infants. Uh, but there is no way that you can tell it's a La Huelpuchi unless you actually catch them in the act. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of it like you just you, you pop into a room. Hey, you uh, you were something I can't pronounce. <laughs> no, why would you say that? Well, you ain't got no legs, and you're over here sucking on my newborn. Like, <laughs> whoa, oh man! I was hoping to become a man with him, but <sighs> go on, get. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> It said that their family protects them out of shame and because it's it's that they feel that um a family member is responsible for the death of Adawapulchi, the curse will be passed on to them and the curse cannot be lifted. We and we've got the... that one weird ass cousin. Hey man, <laughs> we don't talk about that weird ass cousin, all right? There's a whole song about that and we're not gonna get into it. West Virginia no, it's not that one. You know the one I'm talking about. It says that it, it, the curse cannot be lifted, and if they are identified, they must be killed on the spot. So if you guys want to protect yourself, garlic, onions, and silver. And a 12-gauge. Well, so it's, it's literally metal, a vampire. It, yeah, Mexican vampire, yeah. So as long as you know you got a little bit of piece of metal, like a, a little silver chain, or you know, um, 
uh, what's that other word? Stainless steel chain. You know, as long as you're wearing something, you'll be all right. Because it says metal repels the lajoipuchi. So as long as you, you know, you had some tacos and you put a lot of extra onions in there, not as much cilantro, you'll be all right. It's gonna, you know, take one bit, you know, it's gonna take one whiff of your breath and be like, hey, yo, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> you put a bunch just of garlic in that butter garlic steak, oh, you'll be mm. all right. Just show up and start throwing tacos. <laughs> yeah, bitch, get up. Leave my kid alone. All right, man, that's you're going too far, okay? Well, it's either the tacos or the newborn. Who are you choosing? <laughs> Take the uh, I'll tell you which one tacos. the La Puchi would choose. <laughs> and that's how uh, <laughs> they be- how uh, them and the shamans became friends. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's pretty much all there is to, to know about La Puchi. The Mexican vampire. Does it say that that's the, is that the translation? Mexican vampire? Or is no, it just it shares a lot of similarities? It's a it says it's a type of vampire or witch. Oh, okay. It's it honestly reminds. So it really me, depends on who you ask. It kind of reminds me of the Mane Nagal from Filipino lore, which is kind of similar because it's a vampiric, mainly woman, but also the fact that it detaches from its legs and that is a thing. Um, maybe we can do that also in another episode, like later episode, of comparing like them because that's it's very similar. That's crazy. I've Can never even heard it either. Like, oh, that's a big ass bat. No, that is a that is a person with no legs and wings. What the? F- yeah. <laughs> it's man bat. <laughs> it's I man stay, bat. I am going home and locking the door. <laughs> uh, it's, it's crazy. Uh, so, Chris. Okay, so for my not my spotlight, my highlight, I guess I'll spotlight it a little bit, but yeah, I am gonna talk about La Ciguapa, which comes from the Dominican Republic. So I'm choosing to do this one because my wife is Dominican, and so I'm covering it out of uh, you know, paying homage a little bit. I, I really love the food and the culture that I've been exposed to. So I figured it's only right that I talk a little bit about it. Um, <laughs> so and it is just Brandon Heritage Month. So yeah, exactly. So it's perfect, perfect timing. So La Ciguapa is a mythological creature who is described as a strange wild woman living in the high mountains with magical powers. This beautiful woman boasts a long mane of hair that wraps around their naked bodies. So they're naked and they have long hair. Think uh, long hair like grudge, you know, the hair is just super long, covering everything. Man, I have magical powers. Yeah. You have got it all. I'm booking my trip down to DR right now. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Legend says, if you look them in the eye, you'll be enchanted by their power and fall completely to their mercy. So for over a century... Bad thing. Go on. Yeah, I'm I'm failing to see 
a negative with last season. That's what I was saying. I mean, it's um, it's gonna make us look entirely bad, but like <laughs> I'm ready to risk it all for the Segussi, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> La Ciguapa is a feral woman and they are known to prey on lonely farmers or would-be adventurers. Uh, it's still a story that's told today in the DR to young children to warn them about going out into the woods alone. Um, one interesting thing about La Ciguapa besides the fact that she's beautiful and naked and has long hair covering her body is her feet are backwards. Um, so you can't tell which way it's hard to tell if you see footprints in the, in the mud or the sand, which way the, the person is going, man, I got um, flat feet. We could be weird together. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so I'm going to read a couple different descriptions or stories about it just to give there there's different perceptions depending on who's telling the story um so those who have survived there have apparently been people who've made it out alive they've escaped the clutches of la Guapa. how did she kill i'll get to that i'm sorry i'm excited yeah. <laughs> so those who survive have described a stillness in the area as if all the birds, insects, and animals have been frightened away. You start to hear soft whispers and howls that flow with the breeze and echo through the trees. And the calling draws you in from all around until La Siguapa finally reveals herself. You'll see a fair maiden <laughs> standing no higher than a meter. Wow, she's short. She's so, little. So a meter's three feet, huh? Yeah, What's 40 inches. She's little. Yeah. What the? Just the right. <clears throat> Go ahead. Yeah. So standing no higher than a meter, but with a harmony in all her muscles and limbs. Large, dark, enchanting, almond-shaped eyes. Hair black as midnight but with a luster that glows with the moonlight. Her hair is thick and long and draped on her body to ankle length. One of the most terrifying storylines and that one of the most popular ones in Dominican Republic describes a demon which lives in deep caves and lures lonely men in with her beauty and sensuality. She ensnares the victim with a hypnotic stare and leads them back to her dwelling where she consumes them to bare bones or traps them forever for her carnal pleasures. I mean, the way things are going in the world, that doesn't seem such a bad way. I'm saying, I am saying, like, I'm going to the jungle. Like, she, respectfully, both, she, she doesn't need me to, she doesn't need to trap me or anything. She just says, Want to move in? I'm like, Shh, okay. <laughs> Jordan's gonna be asking, "Hey, you mind if I stay here a while?" Hey, hey, Vegas, here. You gotta look her in the eye. She is so small. I, like, I'm almost twice that, twice her height. Like, 
It, I doubt I don't even need to see her eyes. I'm like, all right, I'm in. I'll I'll be a stay at home Jordan, man. Uh, right. I'll cook and clean, when, but when you come back with a victim, I'll I'll have everything prepped and ready for you to go. Just let me oh, sleep here on the couch. All right, and then you'll hit me up when uh you ready, you know. <laughs> when you're ready, I'm ready. We can make this work. So the, the there's also a, another version uh or another description, should I say, of La Ciguapa, and it describes it as a timid creature that will quickly disappear if they sense people around. It's so a lonely girl. Yeah, super introverted. A lonely girl that sleeps in the treetops and feeds on fruits, birds, fish, and other small animals. It is said that it is a descendant of a race of small people that lived within secluded mountains long before the first indigenous people crossed crossed over into the greater Anti Antilles? Antilles. I think I've said it right. So this is that's actually the first story of La Ciguapa in Dominican Republic. That's how it was first described, and I'm assuming that later on uh, it evolved into a more spooky or vicious version, more grown-up um, version of it. But yeah, it's uh, it's not sounding all bad for La Ciguapa, to be honest with you. Yeah, I feel like there's worse cryptids and creatures to be killed by if you're going to be lost in the forest. Um, How's your English? <laughs> doesn't matter. That's true. <laughs> we can work this out. So um, there's actually male ciguapas too. Pass. Um, <laughs> pass. We can end Respectfully, the story. pass. That is not for um, me. It could be for someone else, though. <laughs> the it was a male ciguapa that was spied by a young couple down by a river, and three days after the encounter, the female witness had died. Uh, in this version, a ciguapa is not a flesh-eating demon that can hypnotize its victim victims. It's a shy creature that gets consumed by jealousy whenever he or she encounters a person of the opposite sex. This jealousy creates a connection, male with female, female with man, that later leads to the death of the two connected beings. So if you were to, and if you were to encounter this version, she would connect with you, you would connect with her, and then you guys would short, die shortly after. So... Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's a tragedy, man. It's beautiful. Uh, I mean, I want you to want me. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's tons of art and pictures depicting La Ciguapa. She's a... Uh, it's commonly referred to as a she... And it always has backwards feet in the modern version. The the original ones did not have the backwards feet, but any modern depiction now is backwards feet. Um, I mean, unless you're, I mean, that's not a, that's that's not a deal breaker. Unless we all have flaws. I mean, you unless know? you're one of those feet people. Uh, but even that's still, not a deal, it's not a deal breaker. What if they're beautiful? They're just backwards. 
I don't, I don't, I don't care. Feet or feet. I don't know. I mean, all I'm saying is, if that's someone's thing, she could make a killing on Feet Finder. Just saying. <laughs> no, I hate none that. I'm respecting the game. Respecting the game. You would. The funny thing is, if Lassi Guapa was on Feet Finder, you wouldn't be able to tell they were backwards because that's all true. you can see is the feet. You can just rotate the image. So she could make she could make a killing on you, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so if if anyone's getting feet pigs from the uh, Dominican Republic, <laughs> just be warned. Be careful of a meetup. Just saying. <laughs> You're getting feet pigs from the Dominican Republic, and they're asking you to meet them by the river. Think twice, or don't. Just do or it. Mountains. You know. I mean, are you willing to risk it? Because it could turn out well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's it for my my highlight story of Lassie Guapa. I I seen that one. I was like, oh yeah, that's the one. I instantly that was gonna be my main story, uh, but the Vargina Devil kind of it really stole distracted your heart. me. It stole my heart, dude. My heart. I left my heart in Vargina. He left his heart in Brazil. <laughs> that is, uh, that could be another t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get a cease and desist letter from this city. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to say it, say it right. Uh, well, I thought I would also... Uh, Talk about a couple others that, like, just literally just mentioned a couple others that really just were pretty interesting and in, in different variations or different reasons. You know, one that I came across that I absolutely loved was Pollo Maligno, the evil chicken. <laughs> Apparently, it's like a giant chicken that you can come across and uh, it'll just show up especially if you're traveling and uh it'll run in front of you and chirp and try and like annoy the fuck out of you so it'll either drive you mad or or make them or make you you know get closer and then it'll just eat you (laughs) and where's that where's the that one from Uh, you know it it doesn't i colombia there it is yeah it's colombia i just looked i just looked it it's a colombian cryptid so okay, I just was like, my my Spanish is very limited. I know pollo is, is chicken, and then I was like, malig- I was like, at first I said, I thought it was malignant, and so I was like, it malignant, malignant chicken. It was just like evil chicken. Yeah, that's what it is. It's malignant. Yeah, I was just like, and I looked. At, I was like, this is absolute. But apparently, unlike most chickens, this one can fly. Wait, chickens can't fly? Not really. Short distances. Yeah. They can but, fly. It's not like they can yeah. take off flying. I mean, oh, just okay. think back to uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time. You could, you, you could be holding the chicken and you could glide. You can't fly, but you can glide. Gotcha, gotcha. But I was just like, fucking evil chickens? If you get killed by a chicken, I don't think you deserve a funeral. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> now, how, when the evil chicken kills you, does it? How does it do? It? Does it fry you? Is it baked? Is it barbecue? I, I think it's just a chef's choice, really. 
<laughs> Human tenders. That would, Human think... nuggets. <laughs> Instead of you know chicken nuggies, it's just humies. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it could also apparently like test you where like it'll peck at your feet and if you don't move like if you don't panic it'll just like leave you alone or sometimes it'll like turn into vines and like bring you to the ground and then peck you to death i'll just like this boys if i get killed by a chicken i am definitely not warning you that is that fair like <laughs> just be like you remember that jordan got nope Nope. Just forget the whole damn human. Just nope. Your tombstone will read, Here lies Jordan, killed by giant cock. <laughs> uh, imagine going into a cemetery and reading that. <laughs> Just, you're like, I can't even see Nana, but this is, I'll see her next time. <laughs> This is going on Instagram. <laughs> I'm sharing this with the world. Uh, another kind of interesting one that I found was uh, Yat Yatavio, Vale, which is uh considered to be a carnivorous plant. Tree, not plant. Tree. Uh, the images of it are pretty cool. Uh, it's, you know, apparently, um, they say, you know, it's, there are different versions across the, like, over the world, like in Madagascar and South, and, like, in parts of Africa. Um, but think of it kind of like the, uh, for visualization. Like flytrap for humans? Kinda, uh, but, like, visualization, um, think of, like, the Whomping Willow from Harry Potter, except it actually tries to actually eat you. Or, like, the piranha plant from Mario. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one, actually. So I thought it was actually, I was just like, huh. The picture kind of looks like, uh, at least the one on the, the wiki, makes it kind of look like the, uh, you ever seen the movie Tremors? You remember that movie? Yeah. Yep. That's what it, it kind of looks like when it bursts out of the ground. I was just like, uh, so actually like where I live right now is where the Venus flytrap uh like it's natural habitat so i was just like that's you know it's just like a way leveled up version of one of those like uh -huh, i'm not going <laughs> i'm not going to the forest if it's gonna eat me it's easy just take it uh x with you uh what was <laughs> it uh <laughs> there was a there was a horror movie i forgot what it was called like the ruins or something like that, but it took place on like a um, I want to say like an Aztec temple, and like nobody would go near it except for, of course, a bunch of white people because let's be real, that's just what, uh, what was that movie called, bro? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, the plants, yeah, and I the plants them. would like burrow in them and this and that, so it kind of reminded me of like maybe that has some similar like. Yeah, or you're right. Or something. That was more like a, like ivy type plants, you know, yeah. as opposed to one giant plant that you just had to walk by. Because I don't, I'm assuming this plant doesn't move. Probably not. It I hope not. It translates to "I see you." <laughs> Can you imagine yep. just 
if it was if it was mobile, just going to the oh plant monster, keep running. Yeah, that would suck. Uh, so did uh, any anybody else find any other kind of cool ones? I just I have I can't let the episode end without uh, giving a special shout out to Coochie Vilu. <laughs> I couldn't. It just doesn't feel right. So not gonna go too in depth on Coochie Vilu, but it's uh it's from Chile. Half pig, half snake, aquatic creature. Um, I like it because it's half snake, not because of the name. It, the name has nothing to do with why I'm highlighting it. It's just uh-huh. strict, it totally strict. does it. It's just I love snakes. You know, if you know me from the streaming world, uh, my name on there is Mamba. So you know, R.I.P. to Kobe. It's a homage to Kobe and the Black Mamba. So snakes is my whole thing. So that's the only reason I chose the Coochie Vilu. There would be no other reason for me to choose the Coochie Vilu or the Vargina <laughs> Devil, other than the fact that I love aliens and snakes uh-huh. and no other reason. Uh, you know, no other reason. So yeah, so shout out Coochie Vilu and shout <laughs> out Chile. I, I did see the Coochie Vilu. And it is really interesting. Like I saw there are a lot of different kind of versions of snake cryptids, but the fact that this particular one is mixed with a pig is what really makes it stand out to me. Like a pig snake. Yeah. And it is aquatic. So that's Yeah. <laughs> that's so like the way that some of these cryptids like, like blend are just like so crazy to me. Like cuz uh, wild boars are legitimately dangerous animals like you see a pig if you see a boar out in the forest you get you get away like they they will literally kill you yeah and so to be like oh look like oh shit it's a it's a boar what wait it's also part of snake oh god run like (laughs) oh it says that this animal was based on the elephant seal interesting yeah, that makes sense actually. If you if you were if you guys were to look at pictures of both of them, yeah, it completely makes sense as to why it would. But at the same time, if I see an elephant seal in the what, I'm not messing with that. Mm-mm. Yeah, but Coochie Vilu, something about it sounds totally way better the than elephant seal. <laughs> I think you. it's just because it's half snake, but not the name. Yeah, <laughs> something, something you know, homey about it. it. Just reminds me of home. You're Chilean, uh, Jordan. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Javi, you got anything you want to give a quick shout out to before we wind down the episode? Um. No. Really, we covered everything. Yeah, I think it. I think it's cool. We we kind of touched on Mexico, we touched on Brazil, Costa we touched Rica, on Costa Colombia, Rica, Colombia, Chile, DR. Yeah, we we touched a lot of different places, and uh, obviously, this is very surface level stuff. I'm sure that if we were to dive in and do a full episode on you know, any one of these, 
there would be a whole lot more info and stories and sightings that we could find and really get into depth. But because this is, I think this is the last episode that we're going to be doing for Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, yeah, I think it, second to last. No, uh, yeah, this will be the last. This will be the last one for Hispanic Heritage. Because uh, I still want to do Day of the Dead, but I don't know if you guys want to do that as well. I mean, we 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 definitely can, but it'll technically be officially the uh, Hispanic Heritage will end on the fifteenth. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and then that is the last one. Yeah, um, so it felt good to be able to kind of venture out from just Mexico and kind of give a little shout out to a variety of places and creatures too so i I didn't find half of these yeah thanks for a shout out jordan for the extensive list of all these cryptids it was not the list i found i'll tell you that (laughs) okay i don't know what the hell i'm going to talk about but yeah it was good i i learned a lot without me you would have never found your vagina devils yeah i mean you led me to the vagina and you will never be the same. And you showed me the Coochie Vilu. I and did. have a Gucci. <laughs> I'm just I'm here for, I'm here to help, you know. <laughs> I'm a facilitator. We talked we talked about some vaginas. We talked about some some Gucci's. We talked about some Poochies. <laughs> we are also and some Coochies. We also have the uh <laughs> the, uh, true. We have the humor of, of twelve-year-olds. We we <clears throat> we swear we're we we are adult men. <clears throat> Not me. I told you guys I was twenty-three in the last, like first two episodes. So you, you guys are, know my humor is a little bit. You know, you, by United States law, you are legally emancipated. All right, my ghouls and everybody on our spooky spectrum. We're gonna we're gonna. We're gonna close this episode out. We had a lot of fun, <laughs> probably too much fun, talking about all the different cryptids <laughs> from Latin America for Hispanic heritage. And just, just so we, just to be clear, we had fun, but we did our, we did try our best to be respectful. We tried to get the names right, the best that we could, with our linguistic abilities. But nothing but absolute, like Chris said earlier, it was such a rich culture to jump into, especially from someone on the outside looking in. It was legitimately fun for me to do research and find. I found so many more that we didn't get to cover, which we can do later, that I'm I'm excited, legitimately um, excited to go into. Uh, Also, we're excited to have Chris back. Uh, I promise not to lose you again. I will put you on a leash next time you go to the store. I can't and... I can't promise La Guapa won't get me though. Man, we'll be going together. <laughs> we already agreed all, all, all three of us were taking a trip down there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got my passport ready. I'm just saying. So that's it from us. Uh we this will be the last episode of Hispanic Heritage, but it is officially spooky season, boys. Hell yeah. So Woo-hoo. we'll be jumping in on some more spooky stuff. We can, Maybe we, we, 
not sure the exact timeline of what episodes are coming, but we got some more coming, and we're super excited to get into them. Break so, out your candy corns. <laughs> candy corns, oh candy pumpkins. Mm. Reese's pumpkins. Mm. So, everyone out there, we adore you. Thank you for listening. Come back again next week. And so that's it from us here at the Castle, guys. We'll see you around the campfire next time. Bye. Bye. Adios. <laughs>